She fucking she she fucking beat my ass the other the other day. She's like, I've seen she's like, I've seen a lot of people getting their hair cut online, like by their their significant others. I was like, yeah. She goes, don't do that. Your hair doesn't look good. You need a professional stylist. I was like, thanks, Laura. Halo. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight out of the Scarlet Halls and into episode 70, I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And ladies, let me tell you, my blood is boiling. What oh no. Happened? Well, I mean, you know what happened, but Aaron doesn't know what fucking happened. So I decided for dinner, I wanted to get Mexican food. And there's this place that we once ate at called Caesar's Killer Margaritas. And apparently they deliver their margaritas to your house. And I was like, hell fucking yeah. I want margaritas into my house yeah, for $18 uh, uh, each. Especially since they're fucking killer. They are really good, by the way. And I haven't had a margarita in forever because of this lockdown, which you should be. <laughs> I'm sipping a margarita right now, though it was purchased with lockdown approved materials. It is good. it is it is very good. Cubbybub did. Wait, make is it, it really a margarita? It, yeah, it really is. But it's not killer. What? But it's like a solid like B plus tier. But it's honestly crazy that we drank margaritas at the same time and didn't even realize it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I'm pissed because I get a text message saying, oh, I put your food at the door. And I was like, oh, awesome. Who's at the door? And then he calls me and he says, hey, who's at the door? Oh, and uh, by the way, I dropped one of your drinks. And I said, what? And I run downstairs and open the door and there he is on the phone. And he says, oh, hey, I dropped one of your drinks getting out of the car. I can pay you for it. What? Uh, It was getting out of the car. He was feet away from victory. (laughs) He was like, (laughs) skabloosh. Well, and so he said he gave me for it. And these margaritas, we got two jumbo margs and they cost $18 each. And so I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Give me 10 bucks. And he was like, huh? And I'm like, oh, those were $18 margaritas. Like, if you're going to pay me, then yeah, I'll take $10 and call it even. And then he said, uh... And he looked, he looked at his phone, and then he goes, I don't have any cash on me. And I was like, hmm, and you were going to pay me, sir? <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say no, goodness of the heart and all that. <laughs> yeah, he always knew it was like a $4 smoothie or whatever, and had an $18 margarita. And so I said, so you don't have any cash? And he goes, no. And then as he was talking, I just closed the door on his face very gently. Uh, but we got... We got refunds, so it's, it's fine. It's just, and I get it, everyone's stressed out right now, but it's like, dude, you were like eight feet from my house, and I took a picture of the margarita to send to Grubhub, and he definitely had them in his lap. So he just stood up and just dropped them. Like, that was it. We'll post a picture to the Twitter, and then you guys can, like, at F set this sadness. It was technically my margarita that was splattered on the curbside. Now, would you rather he atone for his actions and you get Derek to deliver them again? Or are you now making sure to let Mike's Killer Margaritas know that Derek is not welcome in your home? I think, honestly, a little bit of column A and column B. <laughs> what, what I don't get was what he was trying to accomplish by trying to pay me. Like, I'm going to, 
like what? She's like, oh man, don't don't rat me out, man. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna get you in trouble. I'm just gonna ask for a refund. And I don't think they're gonna be like, oh, well, you fucked that up really bad, right? Or do they? I guess I don't know how that works. He might get in trouble for it. I don't really know how Grubhub works. I would imagine he would get in trouble with it. That's that looks bad on Killer Margarita Place because Grubhub driver Derek messed it up. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll find out, Derek. If you're out there and if you're a listener, uh, if you get fired, I'm, I'm actually sorry. That's that sucks, and you probably shouldn't be fired for that. But maybe just maybe just be a little more careful, Derek. Just be a little more chill, man. Don't run with the killer margaritas. But I'm also mad about wow things. And I'll talk Whoa. about that right now. And what I did in the world of Warcraft. Intense edition. We're angry today. Um, So I did my con cap. I was behind on... T- I think I was behind three conquest items. And last night I conked on one. Almost got the second one. So I did like uh 700 conquest points today to cap it off. And this is the fourth time this has happened to me. I was in Najatar in the classic bridge battle between Mesimir and Newhome. And I were killing a horde left and right. My party's winning. We are pushing into their fucking base. And I get Horde Slayer. I gotta kill 10 horde. And they get the fucking title on this character. I already have it on two other tunes. I just want it on my Death Knight, who's now my main. We kill two of them. And immediately, I hear someone say... A Dropbox is landing. Go to the Dropbox. And all the fucking Alliance fly away from me. What? And they go to the fucking war supply crate. <laughs> and they leave me. Just me. <laughs> it's just me on the bridge fight against all the horde that we were kicking their ass. And I get stormed by 400 fucking horde people. This is the fourth time this has happened to me. When the minute I get horde slayer, a Dropbox flies off somewhere else. And everybody goes, oh, Bye. And goes and gets it, and I die immediately. I was so fucking pissed today. What is yeah, Dropbox gear even, like, 370? I mean, it's not an upgrade for anyone, but I think you get conquests from it, so that probably is why they were actually doing mm. it. Or maybe they're going for, like, that achievement and they haven't gotten one before. But either way, it sucks for Slide, because, like, if you have Horde Slayer, you obviously can't fly, so you're stra- literally stranded there. I was just jumping. Please come back and help me. Um, I think it's 150 conquest or... It might be a hundred conquests. It's a lot of conquests, so like I get why they left me. I just wish it would stop happening the second I had the chance to get Horde Slayer. I didn't get that title, but I did get Servant of Nazoth. No thanks to Aaron over here. Uh, you know what? I <laughs> I was really committed. That was the last bit of Lore Master for that area I had to do. We were super committed to it. You could teleport. But I was in, also in Najatar, and I, I got Alliance Slayer, or no, what's it called? I got Servant of Nazoth, where I have to kill 10 Alliance players. And I'm I'm doing it, but there's there's literally A, no Horde in the zone, and B, no Alliance in the zone. This is like Friday. And so I'm flying around, and I'm just killing the same two people. I'm just killing a Paladin and a Monk, who are like a fresh 120s. And I feel bad, because they're Alliance. And one of, the, one of them in chat goes, um... Can I get some help? I have a horde death knight out here who keeps killing me for no fucking reason. And I was like, oh, hey, dude, sorry. That wasn't a horde. That was me. <laughs> like, I, like, we can talk still <laughs> during this. Also, I won't lie to you. I'm looking back. If I, had, <laughs> if I had read it correctly or over, I would have seen Sliver of Nazoth. And I definitely would have helped you had I realized the urgency. But I was just... I, I don't know, I thought it was like a weird like title thing for like your 70th all. I was like, I did not, <laughs> I did not, I, re- you just I really no. goofed up. 
<laughs> well, so I was talking to the guy who was yelling at me, by the way. Oh, you seem really cool. You seem like a guy who wears a leather jacket. And I was like, what? Okay, I don't understand. I'm, I'm literally apologizing. I think I thought I was being sarcastic. And so then I get a whisper from some guy named Vixev on Prodmore. And they say, are you doing Sir White Under's Off? Do you need help? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I could use help if you're willing to help. He goes, I have a lot of tunes. I can help you out. And this man, just this random person, kept logging off on different people and logging in and letting me kill him. I killed five of his people. And Amin over here sent four of his people. But I'm like, oh, like this guy literally spent like 30 minutes. Nah, 30 minutes. Like maybe like 20 minutes of his of his day just helping me get a title. Someone he didn't even know. You did pay him for it, though, so that's good. But he didn't know I was going to pay him for it. I paid him by the very end. He said, all right, man, there you go, thanks. And I said, no, thank you, and I gave him 40K. This random man just, you know, decided he was going to help me. So I fucking love you, Vixev, V-I-X-E-V-V, I'm proud more, who also all of his tunes are just called Vixev on different servers. I'm like, what are you doing with your life, man? You got a lot of, uh, a lot of priests out there. All on different servers? That's a real dedicated alliance, man. I love him for it. He has a brand, and he will be sticking to it. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? What was your week in WoW like? This week in WoW, I doubled down, and I focused my efforts on lore mastery. I finally went through all of the Wrath of the Lich King areas, including Ice Crown, which is what I was doing when I was not helping Slide Whistle. And I started doing Kata stuff, and I realized I already have it about halfway done. All I have to do is Deep Home and Old Old Doom, and then that's it once I get Pandaria done, which, like, there's a million zillion Pandaria areas, but, like, I could be the lore master by next month. Hell yeah, and Pandaria is honestly probably one of the best zones to do lore master in. Like, that zone is just lore. It is, and it is such a breath of air just going from Wrath to, like, Kata, because Kata, the new leveling system was in, so like things are things are made a lot better than like Storm Peaks. Every time I would do a quest in Storm Peaks, I'd have to get on my mount and fly for like five real world minutes. I was like, Ugh. you can just feel like <laughs> it's a lot easier the later expansions you go. So I'm sure Pandaria will be like a breeze. But speaking of lore mastery, immunization, what did you do this week? Well, as you just implied, this week I also delved into my personal lore master quest. I'm probably a few months behind your trajectory, but I finished Eastern Kingdoms, so that was a, a big deal. I, you know, wrapped up um, with Badlands and Blasted Lands. I'm doing it on my rogue, so I'm also leveling her. The one that I did the Iron Man challenge with, but I, I didn't follow the rules. I didn't delete her. I just removed her from the guild and then asked her to be added back again after the challenge was over because I actually really liked her. Cheater. Gumbuno yeah. <laughs> exists in the nether realm because I heeded the warnings and Immuno gets to live. Shame. Yeah, can you imagine being a cheater like that? Ugh. Could you imagine being as unprofessional as Slide Whistle? <laughs> Uh, wow, what a cheap shot, bitch. Why don't you keep your fucking drama to your llama? Oh, what year is <laughs> it here? Uh, so, yeah, I finished Eastern Kingdoms, and then I was just, like, two levels before going to the Wrath Zones. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So I started Darkshore, but, like, I only finished, like, two quests. Because you get you get level levels hella fast right now with all this, like, COVID mm -hmm. boost. So I just leveled really quickly in Darkshore and then headed off to... Um, the Wrath content, and that's where I am right now. I just just got there, just started, and I definitely already feel what you were talking about, Aaron. 
Uh, remind me what that was again. Oh, just about how like it feels slow. Oh yeah, like literally what I was just talking about earlier this episode. <laughs> yeah, like it was. A I thought it was ago. like a callback to like when I was talking about Mount <laughs> Hygel like six months ago. I was like, shit, I don't remember. But yeah, I my druid is at what I think one oh eight now, one oh nine, and I stopped playing my druid because I wanted to level my mechanome. Mechagon, the warrior. Do you think you'll get slapped with a C and D for this? I I'm a little weird. This I mean, like I think I think if I get enough reports, there's like reason enough to make me get do a name change. But I had the title Talon King, so I'm just Talon King Mechagon. So I'm like the better Mechagon, you know. Would you, do you think you'd get? What they would give you? Would they give you a C and D because like it's just the name of the thing? So they're like, hey, hey. Okay, you had a funny time. You're, we're gonna need you to get rid of that so folks don't get confused. Yeah, no, like a lot of times that's what happens. So like people can have names like Jaina, and they will make them do a name change because it's too similar. It, it is just you know Jaina, and it's for like confusion and stuff, which is it's fine, I guess. But it's just Mechagon, just a zone. Um, but did you fucking know that if you're a Mechagnome and you have the Rust Bolt Tabard unlocked from like Rep, you can't wear it. You can only wear it at 110. I'm like, what? if there's ever a tabard to make available, it's to a fucking mecha gnome. It's just weird because they have their own tabard. They have their own separate tabard. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But why Why can't they wear their Rust Bolt tabard? They're obviously a part of the Rust Bolt resistance. Like, they should have it automatically. I'll have you know that Gelbin 2 IRP him as a reluctant citizen of Mechagon who kind of just had to fall in line after Prince Erasmus goofed up the place. He's like, ah, I, I guess I'll go. He's like, ah, I mean, what am I going to do? They brought a man back to life to say he rules us? I don't know. I'm just going to keep watching TV here, click. <laughs> so the question is, Amin, when are you going to make your Mechanome? We got Gelbin 2, we got Mechagon. What are you going to call your little robot boy? Not going to lie, fam. I have zero interest in ever having a Mechanome. That's what I said. And then I got the transmog kind of right, and I gave him two little lightsabers, and he, I I kind of like him. I kind of love him. It was kind of kind of cool. And at one ten or is it one twenty? When he gets that fucking heritage armor, he's gonna look real fucking sexy. What class did you choose to roll with him? Well, that's the fucking hardest part. Is I had everything else, so I it was between a warlock or a warrior, and I'm like I have both of those already. But what I'm gonna do is I'm going to make him my warrior. And if I ever decide to play Bludgeon, I'm going to one-for-one one copy her to be a shaman instead, and then just get a name change on her eventually. <laughs> so she's going to be relocated to a shaman from Warrior. Uh, that's very extra, but uh, I don't think that you're currently in any danger of wanting to play Bludgeon again in this current state, so I feel like it's safe. Yeah, and then my shaman's currently a Draenei, and I just... I think I decided I just don't like Draenei. Like, male Draenei, I don't... They're just... They're too big. I don't like classes that are too, like, large. I think it's the proportions, too. It's just wonky. Mm -hmm. And he's got little... His hoofs are way too big. At least for Lady Draenei, they have, like, little small hoofs. I think I could deal with a female Draenei shaman. Because, like, that's kind of, like, all-around aesthetics. But just the, the big guy's too big. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's why I don't really feel the need to play my Lightforge Draenei, which is a male warrior. Well, I can think of a lot of reasons to not play a Lightforge Draenei. Yeah, I Even also realize just... they suck. 
even just the goofing around that I did for like three days with Cubbybub to get her to 120 that I did on Zaddy, I'm like, like, and he was, he was the archetype you're supposed to be. He was a male Lightforge Retribution Paladin. And I'm still like, I just don't like how these guys move. It feels weird to watch their big basketball shoulders contort around. They're probably definitely the worst allied race. Like, by far, leaps and bounds above everybody else. Yeah, I do not disagree with this. They also, I'm sure listeners already know this, but we had the leveling buff extended until Shadowlands. And now we have a rep buff, which is amazing right now. This Wait, buff gets you literally... But did you know you do? that it does not work for the 8.3 areas? Correct. It does not work for Old Doom or for the Rajani. That's what Jaboy needs it for. So I saw that and I said, fuck you. And I logged off. I'm seeing a lot of anger on the internet. Like, this is worthless. It does not work with the Rajani. Uh, also, apparently it doesn't work on Draenor reps. I mean, I guess if they want flying in it, like, mm, you know what? We earned our time. You guys can go back and earn yours. But people are saying, this is worthless to me. It's nothing. And I'm like, bro, like an emissary now, if you do an emissary in war mode, you get one third of a paragon bag if you're already exalted. This shit is going to be easy, easy gold. If you just run out right now and do all of your uh, world quests that give you rep, you're getting like almost a thousand rep a quest. That's, that's 10 quests, right? Isn't it? Isn't it 10,000 quests until you get a bag? Yeah. Or, or I mean, 10,000 experience, whatever. So get your goddamn goal, people. Go out there and get it. My my Alan Death Knight, who's my third main this expansion, is finally going to be exalted with everybody else. And I can't wait to get Paragon bags again. I haven't gotten a Paragon bag in like six months. I know Cubby's been going like day in, day out. She's been playing more than me because she's trying to get exalted because she feels so dejected that they took flying away from her after pandaria she's like i'm gonna earn my way and i'm gonna fly and i'm gonna go to bed i mean that's fair and that's something that she will appreciate in the later expansions as well because you know you see how angry these people are who never got it in draenor are now that these rep buffs don't help them also did you see the that the weekly this week is for mythic dungeons for a piece of heroic nihilotha loot I did not. Sounds like a good way to get Cubbybub some gear from both Mythic and just a fucking 460 free piece. Ooh, I'll have yeah. to let her know. Yeah, we could all run some together. What's her eye level at these days? Uh, it's it's so wildly swinging up and down, it hurts me. Um, She has like 445 pants and then like a 200 level cape. And I'm like, <laughs> so we need some consistency. <laughs> That's such a like, weird spot to be in. Classic BFA astronauts. BFA astronauts. How do we say that now? Like, what is the correct pronunciation for BF astronauts? I, I think it's, as you first said, BF astronauts, because like it has astronaut in it, right? So it has been said, so it has, so it shall be BF astronauts. BF astronauts. All right. Well, let's talk about what we did in raid this week. Uh, time warp. Oh, what? Oh no! That gives me time to think about what we did in raid this week. <laughs> it might be helpful. These people have forty seconds to name as many things as I ask them to name. Are you guys ready? I guess. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, three, two, one, go. What was the question? Wait, things. 
April Fools. I want you guys to name as many raid bosses in Nihilotha as you can. Ready, set, Go! Rathion, Drestagoth, Nazoth, Carapace of Nazoth, Raden, Corrupted Raden. What is the name of Soccer Boss? I don't um, know. Dark Mistress Ixhar, something like that. Or Dark, Dark Priestess Ixhar. Um, um, what is the dog's sh name? Sh Shadthar. Um, yeah, that, that's um, it. Uh, Ilganoth, or like bot mind of Ilganoth. Oh, mod. Like that. Um, part. That's a good one. Time. Um, wow. Um, that if so on quick finger math, I think Aaron might have beaten immune by one, but I also need to go back because you were saying carapace. As he was saying, Carapace, and I'm not sure how far ahead you are in saying it. So it, it, this could be anyone's game right now. So I'm going to drink for a close game. Same. I will drink for pulling out long, long ones and forgetting just Mott. I mean, I think you guys almost, if not got them all, I think I counted 11 bosses. Are there 12 or 13 in this one? Uh, 12? There are 12. I think the only one we, we didn't. I think Soccer Boss was probably not named correctly. Yeah. I, I also don't know what the fuck her name it's is. It's Dark something. Dark word and then an I X and that's all I know. Well, that was, that was our best time warp yet, which I guess it should be right. Like the, that one should have all the answers answered. Yeah, it's not like I don't see these kids for two days every week for the past like two and a half months. All right. What did we even do in raid last week? Did we almost gotten us off again, or did we even get close? We. Got to like thirty percent, I think. And yeah, and we're on like weird cruise too. So yeah, it was decided that tonight, I guess we're just gonna go in and try and do it again. Oh, we are. I think I missed that. I thought I heard that be a sentiment that was being expressed at the end of last week's. But oh, once I think it we're was like, oh, we are. Well, the hot dog. Never mind then. I, I think so, which is on the same level. Well, I was planning on going in as a Frosty K just to learn what Frosty K was all about, but I guess I can stop that pipe dream if we're going to be doing Mythic and or Nizoth either way. I just feel weird because, like, I don't have the best Azerite pieces right now for Shadow. It's probably, like, 10 eye level lower than my Holy set, and just the current state of Raid, there's so many healers because everyone came back, and I feel like I'm the only one out of our normal healers that has a... DPS spec, especially since for some reason Leon is insisting on healing. It's because he's already climbed the mountain and conquered all those other paladin things. His many accolades, which I'm sure he'll let us know tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, How much titty ritty do you have? Do you have any to buy like, pieces? I do not have enough for a piece that's higher eye level than what I'm wearing. And the pieces I'm wearing for the eye level that they are, are like all top like four or five of their slots. You know what I mean? Well, start start rolling for off spec gear. Whenever a roll happens, you, you just you're like, nah, I don't need that. I already have it. But if you roll for it for your shadow specs, then you can use it on them. That's what I'm doing tonight in, Fro in, in Frost. Or I'm going to go as undead and I'm going to roll on pieces that are good for Frost because I need that shit. It, it's literally only Azrae pieces that I need. You should be like me and roll for weapons that you don't even necessarily need, but you're like, that'd be neat. Last week, I grabbed 
a wand from probably someone who needed it because I was like, who knows when I'll need a wand? That's silly. It's true. You know what's going to happen down the road is you're going to get some loot from a boss that's an offhand that's like super good that you want to use, but you won't have a wand to, to use with it. Exactly. So sorry, Gandolin. Stole your wand. <laughs> no, he's a, a powerful YouTuber. He'll come down on us. <laughs> I'm about to see a video tomorrow of like Juan stolen. It's going to be the icon with a big red circle in his face like <gasps> <laughs> cross promotion, baby. I wish that I did that shit because Frosty K has to use one handed swords, which is maybe why all the Frosty Ks are, are so mad about it. I don't have one handed swords at all, and I've never gotten any options to get one. The only option I had was when I turned in um, to Lady in the Fight House and I had to pick up my Conquest reward, I had an option to get a one-handed sword. But I said, why would I ever do that? And I didn't get it. And that's... In in Nihilotha, I think there is, like, one boss that drops a sword, because I look at him, too. But yeah, it's one. Yeah, I was checking it in Frost Spec, and Rathion drops a one-handed sword. I think Carapace drops a one-handed sword, and there's a mace somewhere in there. It's only three shots at it, which means there's zero shots at it. Because there's, there's A... Other loot to be gotten in there. B, bonus rolls don't fucking work, so what's the point of counting on them? Yeah, and if somebody already has one and puts it up for roll, there are a lot of other people that will also be rolling for it, I'm sure. Well, I don't think anybody is even eligible to get a one-handed melee sword in our current raid team. I'm thinking about it, because paladins get two-handed swords. We were all paladins. The warriors might have that drop for them, but we that's what, one warrior now? <laughs> so all the other DKs run um, unholy? Yeah, we're all unholy, but I, I think I'm the only real DK. Like, FaZe, FaZe doing it too, but FaZe unholy. And when Honor does it, he's also unholy. No one's doing Frost, which apparently I was hearing that Frost is way easier than unholy. I was in a battleground and there were all Frost. And I said, how come none of us are unholy? And they said, because unholy's too hard. And I was in there on my druid and I was like, what? Unholy's hard? Is, I then, certainly, is Frost brain dead? From my, from my experience, I certainly enjoyed Frost a lot more than unholy. Must be a weird, common thing I did not hear about until, like, last week. So I was like, if Frost is easier, I'll fucking try Frost. Well, I do distinctly remember you deciding to play Unholy because you liked how its rotation was more complicated, so... I just like having more buttons to press. Give me the buttons. That's why I, that's why I think I may play Bludgeon as an Enhancement Shaman, because they're gonna have the most buttons <laughs> come Shadowlands. I feel like everyone's gonna have a lot more buttons come Shadowlands. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that, and I'm not sure how I'm gonna get my bars positioned because like my bars are already packed. I guess my top row is just like toys and and like. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you don't need those two bars of toys and mounts. Well, I mean, I I do because how else am I gonna put two flags in the enemy's body as I teabag them when I'm out doing Zildazar world quests like I did today? <laughs> yeah, come on, immune. Why don't you use your thinking muscle? We gotta <laughs> get those flags in. Why click five or six buttons when you can just macro one? <laughs> I don't have friends. They disappoint me. When you were out there getting girls, I was studying Toyshido, the study <laughs> of the m many toys. And I think we'll close up this first half by talking about some fan mail we received recently. Bring it on. 11 11 hours ago, we got some fan mail from Anne Hester. Huh. Anne Hester said, mm. the subject said ZXC, and the body said, mm. asd. Just 
ASD. I'm pretty sure it's spam mail, but for some reason, the spam filter didn't catch it, so it just says asked <laughs> from Anna Hester. Like, if that is spam mail, what are they even trying to accomplish? What is the subject, like, what does the, like, um, recipient line say if you do that drop down? It's just to us. It's only to us from leanne 77 at gmail.com. I mean, it's very obviously, like, automated mail of some kind, but, like, I just don't understand it. Like, if it's spam mail, what is she trying to say to us? This is very cryptic. It's all, it's in all caps, too, if that matters. Like, so maybe, maybe you listeners can help us, like, decode this. I don't know. Well, if you look at your keyboard, you see that the, the above spacebar is ZXE. And above that is ASD. So she just like ran her fingers or her robot fingers across the three, <laughs> three, like two levels of the keyboard. And that's all she did. She being a robot. Oh, a slide just responded to it. I said, hi. If we get a response, I'll, I'll be sure to let you guys know. But this is for you, Anne Hester, our number one fan from Robot Land. Can you imagine the people who wrote into us on like Slide Whistle and it took us three weeks to get to their note? But a pornography robot sent us a message this morning, and here she is on the program. I completely forgot that we also received real fan mail. So we received some mail from Tricolis. I'm going to say Tricolis. Long-time listener. Never wrote in. However, after today, I am going to be hunting a worgen named Gralina. So much hate for Horde. I can't wait to find Gralina out in the wild and dumpster her, then proc a bag on her face. <laughs> you have gone too far this time. Thank you, Tricolis. <laughs> well, for clarification, I do not think that he has clarified that he's going for Gralina. I think he's actually going for Gralina. Yes, due to a text-based goof-em-up, he has not set his sights on Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag Growlina. He has decided to fight her Death Knight cousin, who has not been seen for up to three weeks now, Growlina, with one eye. Yeah, in in case you forgot, Growlina has two eyes in the name, because Growlina was taken, and now Growlina's on a Death Knight. So, Aaron, are you are you afraid now that Trackless is going to fuck you up? Yeah, I'm a little bit afraid because, well, he's on the Horde, so we know that he's a Blood Elf, obviously. And if he's a dude, he's a monk who they can zoom in real quick and jump all over the place and kill me. And if he has a female character, we know it's a rogue, and she can just go invisible and kill me. So I don't think I stand a chance. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not like a cool guy. I introduce myself every week as Horrid Punching Bag. He's going to kill me, and then I'm just going to leave. <laughs> it's also funny because when I responded, I said, Hey, Trekulus, thanks for listening to our ramblings and writing in. Tell you what, I'll hold them down, <laughs> and you can get in some free shots. So I did offer to hold your arms while he punches you in the stomach, playground bully style. <laughs> That's more than fair, because I'm going to go tell Miss Jacobson on you, and... <laughs> You're the one who's going to get a call to your parents. I, I would just love, Treculus, if you can please send us in, like, I would love to know what your, like, race class combo is. Just so, like, whenever I see them in the wild, I'm like, there he is, there he is, Aaron, run. Aaron, get out of here, he's coming for you. It's He's probably and a it, blood elf, though, because, like, I feel like it's too, it lines up too well that after episode 69, he decides to write in because... Aaron has gone too far. And I feel like that in 69, Aaron is very specifically targeting blood elves. Yes, if you are, in fact, a blood elf, monk, or rogue, I'm, I'm not going to think less of you. I'm just going to go, 
and then move on. You can, I don't, wail on me. Yeah, and then you guys will all, you know, be involved in this brawl on the playground, and I will be watching from afar because I am not missing the Scholastic Book Fair next week. Yeah, let me tell you, if, Treculus, if you gank Garlina in the wild and I'm there, I will step aside, and I will let you two hash out your differences on the playground, and I'll go and tell the teacher after the fight's done. You better not fuck up the Scholastic Book Fair for me, Triclus. That's the only time I'm going to get to buy <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, and you know how much I love the first one. Do you know how hard it was to buy sticky hands in my household? The only place I can get sticky hands was from the fucking book fair because they ruined the ceiling because you stuck the last eight to the ceiling and up the mark. Whatever, Maria. <laughs> Slide whistle. Brief aside, are these sticky hands from 2000 still on the ceiling of your home? No, but if you were to go back to that house that we had, you could literally see the sticky hand print on the ceiling like it the oil in it rips off whatever the fuck was on ceilings back then and so just a permanent grease stain is on the ceiling i wonder how much it decreased the home value by i mean it was it wasn't that obvious if you looked up you'd be like why is there a tiny hand on the ceiling like what is that like it was very clearly a tiny hand (laughs) did did your parents try to be like oh we had little people live here that's that's increasing the value we're a sanctuary little wall crawlers i miss classic book fairs that's where the magic happened all that cool spy gear you could get Mm. speaking of magic i distinctly remember that my favorite thing i would get is like i'd every time i would buy like one of the like a few of the magic treehouse books thank goodness for immune for coming in three three to four minutes into this segment and naming a book because otherwise people would think we were just miscreants at the toys and games aisle i mean that's what it was for is you get your hands on all the toys and games mom can i have 20 dollars to buy books and i buy one cat underpants book and like three spy kids toys and a sticky hand for a quarter I mean, no, do not get me wrong. I also like the toys. I would always buy, like, at least several of those, like, obnoxiously bouncy, bouncy balls. You'd throw it and it just goes to the fucking moon and it's gone forever? Yeah, no, seriously. You'd bounce it one time and then you'd never see it ever again. I remember my favorite (laughs) get, other than Roller Coaster Tycoon and Zoo Tycoon, was one of those Chinese, like, finger traps. I'm like, I know how these things work. And I slammed my fingers in there and it wasn't (laughs) working. I was like, did cartoons lie to me? Wait, so what'd you, what'd you do? You just like I, scream, I, like, help, help! I, I went up to my grandmother who worked at the school and I said, d- d- grandmother, I was like, I'm stuck. And she was like, put your fingers together. I was like, ah, do you think I haven't done that, Gran? <laughs> I have two directions, Grandma, forward and backward. I, no, like, let me let me go side to side. Let me shimmy real quick. Of course, I put my fingertips together. I've seen this on Hey Arnold. <laughs> Growlina, during that, I got my fingers stuck in another Chinese finger trap. Please take it away while I saw this apart. Greetings, 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 everyone. Growlina here coming to you with the news you need to know. I'm sitting here in the Lion's Pride Inn with Glaudius, who I just watched duel a countless number of combatants over the last 20 minutes. Glad, what drives you to fight these battles? Money, mostly. The guys and I wager on fights over who will win. It's a good way to make money and keep my PvP skills up. How long have you and the boys been doing this? 
Why Goldshire of all places? Like 10 years now. We just meet up, fight for an hour or so, and then sit in the inn and chill. As far as Goldshire, IDK. It was just the first place we found to do it, so we stayed. Fascinating. Do you have any tips for someone trying to enter the Lion's Pride dueling scene? Just learn your rotation. Keep an eye on what skill set works best for you, and bring a lot of money so I can take it from you. <laughs> Very well said. Well, you heard it here, folks. Bring your gold so Glad can line his pockets. Until next time, it's been Growlina. I just got out of those finger traps. Okay, let's continue on with the episode. Ian? Ian, are you there? Mr. Ezekostas, hello? Yeah, Send us an alpha key, please. I would love an alpha key. Oh, you, you want an alpha key? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. For sure, for sure. Let me send one real quick. Is it a slide woosle? Slide woosle? Oh, boy. Well, uh, apparently, you'll send a key to anybody out there, because my boy Hacky got a fucking alpha key, and he hasn't played since middle or beginning of legion i don't want to throw hacky under the bus today i saw him playing modern warfare modern warfare ian i'm just like um gonna quickly look away for a second yeah i'm gonna not look at this uh yeah i'm not gonna look either if you both are playing modern warfare as well Mm. we bought it because aaron and laura can play it and it has crossplay. You can play with PS4 and Xbox users. So me and Immune and Lauren and, and Sweetie Gumbo and her boyfriend have been doing like just team matches and it's been fun. But um, your concern holds up because Hacky has not played WoW since halfway through Legion and yes, is playing Modern Warfare and even like Final Fantasy, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's playing your competitor. He's playing Final Fantasy. So apparently Hacky filled out a survey. Um, He said that it was like three, no, two years ago, a year and a half ago, that basically was like warrior class feedback. And he wasn't sure why he even got that email. And I'm like, what? You got a class feedback email? They don't send me shit. And I'm playing their game day in and day out. And he filled it out. And then he got an email like a week ago saying, congrats, you're in the alpha. Thanks for filling out our survey uh, earlier, this is why you got the key. And I'm like, are you shitting me, Hacky? So on 4-20-2020, I made him stream Alpha to the Discord group, and I watched him play Shadowlands to get some inside scoop on what's happening. And I learned nothing new that I wouldn't have from reading. I just learned that Hacky and I were high as fuck and got nothing done in Shadowlands together. Amen. But we did see that graphically shadowlands is a lot a lot better than it was when we saw it on the floor at blizzcon oh my god they look beautiful it looks so good i remember when me and me were at there we're at blizzcon playing it we're like this shit doesn't look very good like this shit looks kind of like um i described it as like an upgraded outland but like not completely upgraded like like i was like it it reminds me of outland of like zanger marsh kind of but like it isn't like it looks barely just as good like it was it was very choppy now the skybox is so good the foliage looks amazing i don't know if hacky's computer is better than the fucking blizzcon ones but it looked real fucking cool a lot of the quests he did were kind of um kind of reminded me of the shah how there's like sadness in people and how he had to get it out of them the kyrian are like the blue race people and some of them are just sad. Like, one of them was dramatically laying on the ground, 
do you remember the video of that girl who's like, I'm going to go take a nap right here. And she's on the beach taking a nap. And like, no, get up. Go take a nap. <laughs> yes. They were in that same position, like, <laughs> like sprawled <laughs> out. I'm going to lay right here. It's all over. Nothing else matters. Okay, so specifically about that video, I think it was originally a Vine, right? And the girl is actually not on the beach. They're just at some, like, city underpass, and she's in her bathing suit, and she lays down there. It's not even sand, I don't think. What? It's not sand? I thought it was at a beach. It Like, it looks like a beach in, like, the six-second Vine, but, like, if you look closely, it's, like, an underpass. This isn't a beach, this is a bathtub. But anyway, um... <laughs> Just had to pull that one out. I love that video so much. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> the Kyrian is laying on the underpass, it's like sad, and Haggy talks to him, and the Kyrian says, Oh, there's nothing worth fighting for. The Shadowlands is going to be taken over, and we're all doomed in the end. And Haggy had three options just to say to this man. Option one was, no, together, me and you are going to get through this. We will accomplish anything. Option two was, yeah, you're right. Just give up. Option three was, well, maybe we'll get through this. Uh, uh... I think we can, maybe, question mark. So it's like one good option, one bad option, one like, I don't fucking know, I'm just walking them through here. If you give them a good option, the man just says, oh my god, thank you so much. If you, if you could say the bad option or the maybe option, what happens is either some goo comes out of the man, and it's just like Shadow Shaw, but like it's different, it's like Shadow Land Shaw, and it goes, I'm gonna attack you. Or the man just turns 100% evil and gets exiled from the fucking Kyrian lifestyle. Like, they will literally kick him out because he's so corrupted. I'm like, what the fuck? What are the Kyrians? Hey, Dave, are you having a great day today? Um, I don't know. I'm feeling a little down. Fucking pack your bags and go, Dave! Get the fuck out! <laughs> the Kyrian are all smiles! That's really confusing to me, because, like, at first look, the Kyrian looked like the just ones, the holy ones, like, the angelic ones. They do a lot of exiling. The, the questing he was doing was just a lot of, like, this person has fallen too far. They have to live alone on the rocks outside. It's like, well, that's not going to end well. Like, that's going to come back to bite us eventually, right? But it seemed very interesting. He did not run the dungeon because he was too high to do it. And I don't blame him because I, I watched this man die to a mob nine times in a row. Oh, hacky. Well, he was on a rogue, and he he didn't know how assassination rogue worked, and so he just kept not using his cooldowns. And I'm like, hacky, we, we gotta we gotta get through this together. You gotta stun him. You gotta blind him. He goes, oh, I have blind. Oh, I forgot. We were just too baked to together work as one brain for Shadowlands. Wait, so you're telling me that he got an alpha key because he filled out a warrior class feedback form, and then he decided to play a rogue? Well, he wanted to play, so he he played a night elf. First, the name he decided on was was Grilladin. So it was, he was just Gurladin. He wanted to be a girl Illidan. <laughs> Lovely. He said, mm. <laughs> ten out of ten. Perfect chef kiss. Well, because it was it was four twenty. So he was like, her hair has to be green. So she has to be a night elf by default. And then he goes, this is Grilladin, and she's a cool rogue. And I was like, okay, heck, let's go, let's do this. <laughs> it was just funny seeing the Kyrian say Gurladin or Grilladin. We have to do this, and it's like, oh, okay. But maybe I'll keep watching Hacky do Alpha Key and I can bring secondhand information from his Discord streams. Yes, please hold out your hand and collect the dribblins that come from Hacky's stream. <laughs> bring them back. <laughs> I also was watching a lot of um, real gamer streams on Twitch. 
Torghast looks wow, so ridiculous. Throwing throw Aki well, under the bus come there. On. But um, Torghast looks so fucking cool. People are literally spending nine to ten hours straight in Torghast. And I'm like, maybe it, if you have an alpha key, you're probably more prone to play it long term like that. But that's also a very good sign for how good Torghast is going to be in the long run. My only concern with Torghast is acquiring a key sounds like it's going to be kind of like how you acquire keys currently for Visions. I don't like that. So you have to grind it out to even get in there, is what you're saying? Yeah, from what I was reading, you basically, I'm pretty sure, don't don't quote me on this, you get like a free key a week, and you have to, and you can grind currency for the remainder of any other keys you want to run. So you could potentially run infinite keys, I think, but you have to grind out the currency to turn in for a key, which I, I, I get it. They want you to have some limiting factor to just being able to chain tour guest runs over and over and over again. But at the same time, it's like, uh, but is this better than the Mage Tower? Where, where Mage Tower was up for like three days and you had only that time to get in there for what, like one and a half weeks. You know what I mean? So it's it's a hard game for them to play to balance out. I don't know. It just sounds like at least it's like pretty repeatable content once you do get the keys and it is varied and you can have very different experiences when you're within it. Like the current max for levels, I think is there's there's potentially infinite floors, I think. But on the alpha right now, there's only 72 floors. It's very Diablo-esque where you crawl through the dungeon, you pick up like uh, loot or power ups that are only available in Torghast that do crazy shit. But like the fact that you can go in from, I think, one to five players just adds so much more variables to it that it seems like super awesome. My other concern Ian said that you won't be able to obtain all things from Torghast, which means um, so that there's titles in here, there's mounts in here, there's toys in here. I'm assuming there's transmog in here. And Ian basically was like, you won't be able to get all of it, which is kind of weird that there's some stuff that you just won't ever be able to get your hands on. So you have to choose or just some of them are like impossible to get? I don't know if it's a choice or if it's just like, if you have one of these items, maybe it'll exclude others from being in your pool. You know what I mean? But he made it sound like basically it's going to be almost impossible to get everything collected, which kind of sucks for collectors, but... I feel like this is just going to give me a fair amount of anxiety. Like I have to like metagame where it's like, I'll be looking 17 steps ahead. Like, do you want heat socks or do you want a magic glass and i'm like well i can't take magic glass because if i take magic glass then i can't get super staff but if i can't get super staff then <laughs> i feel like yeah. i'll be sitting there at floor one like guys i can't do it i can't pick anything <laughs> there's too many options yeah i wonder how it's gonna work i don't think that there's a time limit though so i think your only limiting factor is amount of deaths which is very good some people hate islands not because of like how they are, but because of there's a time limit on them, which I kind of get if you're like, oh, well, you know, I, I have to be this fast and I'm kind of slow and I don't want to do them. So that's kind of a good factor, at least. Well, I guess um, we can start heading into our ending segments, and I feel like it's about time for us to head into our sexiest NPC of the week. Well, this week, we're throwing it back a little bit, at least for ourselves. I don't know how often other people think about this sexy NPC, but I know that the three of us think about him all the time, baby. It's gotta be me. <laughs> this week's sexiest NPC is none other than GHC. 
General Hammond Clay. Oh, baby. Fucking finally, how the fuck did we miss this sexy-ass man and his sexy pre-corona haircut? Look at his hair. So long, so luscious, so beautiful. Mm, this hot number is a deep, deep lore part of DNR history from when we were three hots on a cot. Or three, I'm sorry, three hots, no cot. Yeah, come on. Three HNC, baby. The 3HNC network only exists today because of GHC, our parent company. (laughs) And you know, Varian said, this man is the hottest living man we have. Let's put him right out front. You enter Stormwind, you go past those six big statues. Who's the first friendly face you see? General Hammond Clay. GHC. Not only that. GHC is the only man powerful enough to rein in the biggest boss of all time, Hogger. Don't forget, when Hogger goes to jail, it's GHC and his boys who come to arrest him to bring him to stockades. And then GHC says, I'm going to park in front of Stormwind. Y'all got Hogger, right? And they don't got Hogger. (sighs) Imagine (laughs) what state the world of Azeroth would be in if... GHC himself just ensured that a hogger was dealt with. Or any of those prisoners. Do you think BFA would have been the same <laughs> if it's like, we got to sneak in and we got to get Sour Fang out and then they go and just GHC's like, mm-mm, hands on his hips. It's like, we didn't account for that. We got to split. <laughs> I think you're right. If, if we had GHC in charge of our prison systems, nobody would fuck with us. The only reason the Horde attack us is because they're like, oh, wow, they couldn't handle a level 20 Hogger and a level 20 Magnemus or whatever his name is. If he was there, they would never question our authority at all. Yeah, if um, GHC himself was the final boss of the stockades, no one would ever progress past that level. <laughs> People would ask, please, please don't random queue. I don't want to get stockades. You know you can't beat GHC. <laughs> Honestly, if Anduin ever has, decides to step down, GHC is a very suitable leader for the Alliance. Well, isn't it just like the next in lineage? Anduin's not having any fucking kids. Him and Raphion are fucking in the back alleys. You know there's not going to be any air produced. <laughs> This this is a very sordid Anduin you've written for us. He was drinking wine and sucking dick back in Pandaria <laughs> last episode, and now he and Rathian are <laughs> snogging. Oh my god, it all adds up now. Who did he meet in in Mop? Yes, oh, exactly. They are quote unquote best friends and roommates, like CJ and <laughs> the fucking lizard Flick. from Animal Crossing. Flick. So it's the same kind of thing, you know? They're they're fucking on the side, which is cool. We anyway, we support you, Queen. But let GHC have a more high-ranking official in your cabinet. Gen isn't doing it for you. Put GHC in there instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you guys have it. We have our sexiest NPC of the week, GHC, Ooh. General Hammond Clay, future king of Stormwind, leader of the Alliance, baby. Ooh, we'll bring your fucking award to the lamppost, baby. See you there, GHC. All hail the lamppost. All hail the lamppost. That's me running into the lamppost a lot. (laughs) And with those lamppost-based chants done, we're going to move on to our top toot. Bottom boot, medium boot. Well, I'm going to... 
execute my big business and I'm going to go first. This week, I have a top two. What is it? This week, I... You know what? Actually, I did cover it earlier, but I'm still very excited. I am so tantalizingly close to Loremaster. And you better believe that I'm going to wear it solid for like four months and then probably forget because I'll get like Blade Warden. I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking sick. But those four months are going to be magic. The tabard and the title are sick. I didn't even know there was a tabard. I'm double excited now. You didn't know? Nope. I thought it was just Loremaster, (gasps) the title. No, so the tabard, the tabard looks like the quest. Oh, it's with the exclamation. Yeah. Well, that looks goofy as fuck, but I gotta wear it. So now I'm double excited. Immune, what is your TTBBMM? Well, I have a bottom boot this week. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I can't believe this. (laughs) So my bottom boot this week was a quest that I encountered when I was leveling my rogue and going for Loremaster in Eastern Kingdoms. And I was in the Blasted Lands, I believe, and it was a quest where I was following Rhea Straza, like in that quest line. And there's a quest line where I had like the three little dwarf men with me, which is a, a reference to the Lost Vikings, right? Mm-hmm. So I was with them, and the literally like the last quest of it was you are like up in these cliffs and you have to slay this dragon, and she's like flying up in the sky and like on the ground where you are, are just all of her whelps. There's so many of them, and they spawn back so fast. And if you pull her, whatever ones are near you, obviously, all the whelps will come too. And, like, you have your three Viking dudes there to help, but, like, all these things still do a lot of damage to you and to them. And it's just really easy to be overwhelmed by all of them. And it's hard to pull her without pulling everyone else. So, basically, I ended up dying, like, four or five times. And then it was really hard to make my way back up this mountain to get there. It took a long time just to die again. It was so frustrating. So, I, like, went on to Wowhead. I'm like, am I doing something wrong here? And then, no, I wasn't doing anything wrong there. There was, like, a bunch of comments about how this this quest was so hard. One of the worst quests that they've had to do in the past as well. And I was like, yeah, okay. It's not just me. So, I waited. And luckily, there was a druid who came along and pulled all these things too so i just piggybacked on it when he was really close to slaying the dragon i was like okay i'm done i'm out of here but still it was like one of my least favorite quests i've had to do in this game everyone hates it right is that almost like everyone just does not like that quest yeah because it's hard like if especially if you're like a certain class or whatever i don't know maybe i should have been able to do it but like i still was i was like sapping a few and like stunning a few other ones and trying to stealth my way up to a position that was easier to just pull the dragon but the dwarves that you're with make stealth not even worth it because like they aren't stealth so they pull whatever you walk by no fucking Mm. thank you so basically sounds annoying it was and that was my bottom boot this week slide what do you got i'm bringing a top two and a bottom boot of the week i got two baby my top two it's more important i fucking love the new deep wind gorge I've been leveling my Druid, my Mechanome Warrior, and just cash putting my Maxable DK in, in BGs because I'm having so much fun in there. And whenever I get Deep in Gorge, this new version is so infinitely better than the shitty control the flags, control the weird minecart, blah, 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 blah. It's like that one was a clusterfuck. This one is so easy. Five bases, control the most bases, win. The map layout is so much better. 
It's such a beautiful map. Uh, these strategies are insane. Like I, I'm loving Deepwind Gorge so much. My only complaint is I don't think I can get the gorgeous title because normally you get the gorgeous title from doing the Deepwind achievements from the old Deepwind. I don't know how that works on the current Deepwind, but I want that really bad because gorgeous Alan, hell yeah. <laughs> Will it be your first title you decide to use? I'm currently wearing Server Owners Off because I that one I wanted for so long and I have been serving this dad for so long, so I deserve this title. I'm still thinking about when we decide to take these off. We Hubby can't ask the other day. She was like, When are you gonna get rid of that? Because I was lamenting about how much I miss my like Legion hat, and I said, I don't know, probably never. I feel like I literally cannot get rid of it until Shadowlands. Like I've committed this far. In Shadowlands, at that point, obviously, they don't care anymore, right? Everyone keeps telling me how awesome my transmog is, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing a hat that I can't see, so I don't I don't know. I honestly don't know what hat I have T-Mogged, so it, I'm probably busted without knowing it. It's possible. Um, My bottom boot is a little less WoW-centric. I've been playing a lot of Dota recently, but remember, Dota characters are based off of Warcraft 3 characters, of and course. I have faced... So many fucking Nature's Prophets. Nature Prophet is a one-for-one copy of Malfurion. He can teleport. He has Treant control. He's, he is just Malfurion Jr. So whenever I see him, I call him Malfurion, and everyone says, who? And I'm like, the druid man with the trees, Malfurion. I'm like, oh, you mean Prophet? And I'm like, whatever. He's Malfurion forever and always. So yeah, people learn, people learn your history, kids. I got roasted for calling him Malf. They're like, uh, do you mean NP? And I'm like, listen here, Junior. That's Malfurion, just reskinned. So that's my bottom boot, is that no one knows the history of Dota 2. So, like, just for reference, would people also do the same thing if you called Crystal Maiden Jaina? That one, I think, is a little more not so much. I've never seen anybody ever call her Jaina, but I've seen Prophet called Malfurion so many times. That's my bottom boot. Fucking wow nerd over here. Fucking wow, nerd. Why don't you go back to playing your big game? I try to. All right. Well, I think we're almost done, except I have this little mini PSA that I forgot about. Apparently, Dune Gorger Crawlock in Voldoon, who was a world boss there, now drops an alpaca mount as of 8.3. I don't remember ever seeing this news when it came out before. So if you're ever in Voldoon and you see Dune Gorger Crawlock, Kill him once, and you have a chance at getting a cute little alpaca mount. I don't know if I ever knew this. Did you get said alpaca mount? No, but I saw on Wowhead. But if you have any complaints, comments, you got the alpaca mount, send us an email at do not relentpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at Twitter at do not relentpod. What about you guys? Where can I find you on the internet? Or if you want to send us a DN hour thought that we can answer, send it to any of the ones that Sly just mentioned. But you can follow me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you could follow our podcast Instagram account at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter. And you can read our literary musings at livejournal.donotrelent.com. And with that, we're out of here. If you're Horde, fight us in the wildy. We'll take you on. And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.